0: The Public News Service Daily Newscast, January the 14th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. A new report suggests discrimination in medical settings affects the quality of care for many folks in states like Ohio.
1: In the survey, black women reported feeling less respected twice as often as white men. And black men were four times more likely to report being harassed in a health care setting. Greg Braylock Jr. is Chief Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Officer with ProMedica, a healthcare system based in Northwest Ohio. He says he isn't surprised by the findings. We've known in healthcare for decades that we've had disparities in how people experience health care, the outcomes that they have, but we have failed as an industry to sufficiently address these negative differences in outcomes that we see. Some 22 percent of those surveyed said they have accepted discrimination in medical settings as a way of life, but 24 percent said they didn't return for future appointments, which may mean delaying or avoiding needing care. Just 15 percent of people who said they felt discriminated against went on to file a complaint. The report notes many hospital systems have equity training, but few have anti-racism initiatives. Mary Sherman reporting.
0: And for Reuters, the U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday blocked President Biden's COVID-19 vaccination or testing mandate for large businesses, a policy the conservative justices deemed an improper imposition on the lives and health of many Americans while endorsing a separate federal vaccine requirement for healthcare facilities. Reuters reports Biden expressed disappointment with the conservative majority court's decision. Biden said it's now up to the states and employers to decide whether to require workers to take the simple and effective step of getting vaccinated. Reuters adds the court was divided in both cases, centering on pandemic-related federal regulations at a time of escalating coronavirus infections The nation leads the world with more than 845,000 COVID-19 deaths. In her 2022 State of the State address, New York's Governor Kathy Hochul set new goals for electrifying the school bus fleet in the state. Clean energy advocates are hailing the move as a win for climate action. The governor has proposed that new school bus purchases be zero-emission vehicles by 2027 and that all school buses are emission-free by 2035. Deb Peck Kelleher is with the Alliance for Clean Energy, New York.
1: As we start to electrify, um, not only will we see climate emissions go down, but we'll see air pollution go down and there should be a dramatic impact on our residents' health because of that.
0: Studies suggest in inner cities the high asthma rate may be caused or exacerbated by diesel emissions. She thinks a move to electrify school buses will help that problem. This is PNS. As Montana heads deeper into winter, state officials want folks to know financial support's available for those facing housing insecurity during
1: the colder months. The Montana Emergency Rental Assistance Program has distributed more than $32 million to more than 4,800 Montanans since the program launched last April. Cheryl Cohen with the Montana Department of Commerce says the aid is available to folks who have experienced financial hardship either directly or indirectly because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The family also needs to have an annual growth income of less than 80% of median income. And we have a really helpful income eligibility tool on our website. The family can put in their household size and county to see if they're eligible. Applicants need to have evidence of being at risk of housing instability. In addition to rent, the program also provides aid to pay energy bills and internet services. Cohen says her department is currently working through a backlog of about 2,000 applications and is recruiting additional staff to support call volume and application reviews. This is Jonah Chester reporting.
0: This month, Minnesota has raised state reimbursement rates for dentists who accept patients enrolled in the state's Medicaid program. Craig Rotke of the Minnesota Head Start Association says roughly 88% of the kids signed up for Head Start around the state are covered by the medical assistance program. To meet federal requirements, Head Start has to help ensure families are getting annual dental care for their kids. But he says it isn't always easy. In outstate Minnesota, there's just not a lot of dentists, and then not a lot of dentists were taking MA because the reimbursement wasn't high enough. As part of a $61 million package adopted last year, all dentists will receive the same rates for the same services under medical assistance and Minnesota care. I'm Mike Mowen. Finally, Lily Bogey tells us 100 years ago today, the Isaac Walton League of America was founded in Chicago with a mission of local stewardship of wild places, citizen science, and celebrating outdoor traditions.
1: Scott Kovarviks, who leads the Isaac Walton League, says from conserving land and restoring wildlife to reducing water pollution, achievements have been driven by grassroots engagement. He says this includes hunters and anglers who want to conserve wildlife and protesters who demanded cleaner air and water in the 1960s and 70s.
0: Folks are coming together in their own communities to respond to what's most significant there. In some places, it may be that invasive plants and animals are taking over the landscape. You know, in other places, maybe wildlife at risk, or it's water, or it's any number of things. Folks are encouraged to participate in the group's Clean Water Challenge by monitoring and cleaning up local streams and ponds. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Heard on interesting radio stations, find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast, based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron Macaulay.